Hey, Gladiators. This week's episode was a bit of a snooze fest, but if you did make it to the end of the episode and you're here with us now, stay tuned because we've got our breakdown of episode two plus pressing the flesh right after this. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jessica! <laughs> Do y'all see Jessica what? in the corner? Oh, episode I was dancing every time this song came on. <laughs> How cool was Shonda Rhimes for that though? Yeah, and this the, love the music always. The music, always. yeah. Seasons like one through four, we got like seventies music right. and like weird stuff. Now we're getting all this throwback hip hop. Love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> what's everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to our Scandal After Show. Thank you for kicking it with us tonight. I am your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me all over social media at Christine Bean. I'm joined by my beautiful panel, minus one. But ladies, introduce yourselves. Hey, guys. I'm Paris Rose with two R's. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose and on Twitter at Paris Rose TV. Twitter! Yes, that's a Twitter. <laughs> and I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Miss Jessica Williams and on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW. Yeah, and we're missing Tessa, so yeah. shout out to our girl Tessa who couldn't be with us today. Yeah. But she but will be with us next, next week. week. Yeah. Dope. Um, before we get started with tonight's episode, I want to read um, a message from one of our sponsors about a brand new show on the CW called Valor. Um, so Mondays, the CW brings the front line of drama with the new military series Valor. Two special ops army helicopters Two special ops army helicopters pilots. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm stepping (laughs) over my words tonight. Let me just take a second. Tongue twister. A little bit because there's a lot going on in this show, so I want to make sure I get it right because (laughs) it's a really big drama. Um, Their bravery in the face of impossible odds earns them the distinguished flying cross for Valor. Valor. These are the two um, army cops that I was talking about. But together, they are finding that the truth is the first casualty of war. During their last mission, something went wrong and something that no one is talking about. And when they went into the combat zone, not everyone came out home. So now they have secrets, but they're also patriots and refuse to leave any man behind. Talk about a sticky situation. Mm -hmm. What would you do if you had to break the rules to do what's right? Would you stay grounded and step in line or go to any lengths to to learn the truth? They share secrets, go on clandestine missions, risk their lives and limbs with only each other to depend on. How close would you get to the only person who really knows you? Ooh. It's the explosive new drama that pushes the boundaries between military bliss- discipline and human nature. And it's a new series that's right on target. So guys, if you want to check out Valor, new episodes will be airing Monday nights at 9 8 p.m. Central after all new episodes of Supergirl only on the CW, a.k.a. Charlie Whiskey. I don't know if you guys know what I did there. <laughs> CW, Bravo, Alpha Tango, all that. <laughs> Charlie Whiskey. Oh, sounds intriguing. I like that. This is it's interesting. I heard drama. I heard explosive. So I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm definitely in. My brother's actually um, a United States Marine. Oh. And the closest thing I get to imagining whatever he deals with on a day-to-day is you know, playing video games or maybe watching something like Valor <laughs> exactly. um, to give me an idea of maybe a dramatized version yes. of some of the things that our 
brave military faces on a day-to-day. Again, guys, that's Valor on the CW Mondays at 9, 8 p.m. Central after Supergirl. Very you know nice. What? And the episode, Huck said something about Valor. He did. About, and I was like, Valor? What? Huh? <laughs> what is that? He's talking about the show? Yeah. yeah Plus, the there's, like, you know? dope billboards all over, like, yes, L.A. So I know people are excited to see Valor. Mm-hmm. Exciting. And we are excited to have you guys join us live and to be in our live chat. We are monitoring the comments as they roll in. So please be sure to share with us what you feel about this show. And y'all are like, yay, excited. Finally, we are here. So we're excited to be with you guys. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Always just patient, ready, waiting. Love it. Um, And yeah, thanks for sticking with us after this week's kind of slow episode. We were kind of um, unsure about where to begin while we were watching it. I mean, I don't know about you guys. Just I know we're only two episodes in. It's Mm -hmm. kind of a stretch. To make a blanket decision about how we feel about the season. But so far, I'm kind of like, you know, waiting for something to pop off. I mean, it did at the end, but... Exactly. Considering it, this is the last season and it's going so slow, I'm thinking Shonda is smart. She knows that we are waiting for something big because it's the last season. So I think she's like tearing at our hearts, but it's going to be explosive. I feel it. I, if it's not, I'm going to be upset. Like if it's not, I'm going to be like, Shonda, I wasted seven seasons on You're you. You're going to reclaim your time. <laughs> exactly. But I feel like it's a build up. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you gotta, you know, need slow, ease in. You know, last week um, I was reading through the comments on our video, and people were like, "Oh, like Olivia was so aggressive." Some people were like, "She's unlikable." Some people were like, "Yes, I love that her personality." And so I think that we're just having to adapt to her personality for a second. And I and I really like the fact that they brought in a woman's struggle. Like, they're, they're opening up the lenses, kind of like last season when Melly lost the election and mm-hmm. that talk between her and Olivia made us see, you know, what, what their emotions are like. So I like seeing the back end of that. What do you guys think? I definitely like that. It's, it's also about how you were saying she ties in what's really going on in the world mm-hmm. um, to the show. And I really think this was kind of like a feminist episode uh-huh. because it's really showing how women in power are treated. They get mansplaining, which is so annoying. So I was happy that they talked about that. Because I would expect that. I'm sure Hillary Clinton had to deal with this like, oh, well, you're a female, so let me make it easy for you to understand. Mm-hmm. So I like that she tied in this like feminist view. Dope. Yeah. I mean, and what a better episode to tie and to, to give a backdrop to this discussion um, while President Melly Grant is planning the state dinner to hopefully get a peace treaty signed with the president of Bashran, uh, President Rashid. And that's where their, their dynamic kind of highlights the the struggles that Melly faces as being a female POTUS. Yeah. Yeah. And the emptiness in the bedroom. (laughs) Side note, (laughs) when she was standing in the bedroom, I was like, God, it must suck that she has to live in the same bedroom that Fitz did and all of his mistresses. Like, I'm like, that looks like the same bed. And Olivia's just casually in there talking to her. And (laughs) she was just casually in there with the president. True. (laughs) I'm going to take a safe bet that they changed the sheets. And I sure hope so. You know, she redecorated the oval, so hopefully she does something with that bed. Right. <laughs> and I, I was thinking, Fitz had, he was single for a bit. He had all those women at that time. I was like, why can't Melly do that? But again, the double standards. It might be harder to sneak men in the back door. And maybe they don't want to either, like, be that s- sneaky man. Because it's not yeah. the man thing to do. I but mean, I, I hook think- her up. Melly needs some love. I mean, this is a good time to talk about this. I Mm -hmm. mean, could you imagine being a single female POTUS? Like, it's one thing to just be 
president and maybe you know you have the first man Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that presents a whole host of issues but being single too like she the rant was perfect she can't get a vibrator (laughs) she can't call a booty call like you said she all the little things that any single woman i think in our position would do to get off or move on or function she literally is her hands are tied yeah. But she was hilarious. And, and people are waiting to destroy her. I mean, right. that's the thing. I think men would be willing to sneak in. You know, I mean, look at the little um, strong anchor that's chasing that's after true. Olivia. I mean, there's men out there that likes that type of power. Yeah. But, I mean, she cannot risk it. Yeah. And she doesn't know if she's being set up. And she can't just go into a bar. I mean, if I was Olivia, I thought that she was going to be like, listen, I got you covered. <laughs> I'm going to yes. send Quinn to the store. Yeah. <laughs> Get your little something-something, sneak it into the bag, and, you know, she take should've. care of or what if she messes around with one of the um, secret uh, yeah. service men? Oh, I think I think it would be a dangerous thing to do. Being the president, because again, she's worried about the rumors and all the headlines, and she's right. I feel like find a good one and shut him up. True, true. <laughs> or kill him. Not checking. <laughs> I think the only secret service that we've seen over the course of the show who was like slightly attractive was Tom, and then he yeah. ended up being gay and be six thirteen. So yeah. there, yeah. there goes that. But Melly was just hilarious. She got that whole monologue when she's like, my vagina is welcoming. It's open. It just, it was so funny to me. <laughs> wow. I mean, she's, the president needs a vibrator. That's literally what <laughs> I had written on my notes, Serious guys. Serious here. Um, but you know, Liv in that moment can relate to the loneliness. And I love that mm-hmm. Liv is her female chief of staff looking yeah. her oh, kind yes. of mirroring and, and feeling that and yeah. just being her rock, no matter how professional and steadfast Liv is. I mean, what a better sounding board than Olivia Pope. That laugh, though? Did it make you uncomfortable? When when uh, Olivia was laughing in the bedroom? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I thought that she was going to be like, <laughs> yeah, not funny. Anyway, back right. to the meeting. That's what I thought. I was like, this laugh is like an evil laugh. It's so evil, but it was trying to be nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, this new savage, Olivia Pope, I don't know. She needs to work on her little social cues. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it threw me off just a bit. <laughs> But, um, oh, wait. Uh, so in the live chat, Kat Harlem says Melly needs a Marcus fix. Mm. She does need Marcus. This is true, guys. It's not like she's without some sort of love interest. I mean, (laughs) I'm sure she had to put Marcus out of her mind, but you know, once you go black, you don't go back. So I know she's thinking (laughs) about that. Right. She she hasn't stopped thinking about him. So (laughs) maybe you'll be back. Maybe Fitz is back. Um, <laughs> Katie Snow says she needs some secret services. <laughs> she put in secret services. I like the play on the words. Mm-hmm. Katie. You guys are the best fans ever. <laughs> Seriously, you guys are coming in strong with the puns <gasps> tonight. That's funny. Um, still on the you know topic of romance. I guess we'll knock that out. You know, yeah. this episode we saw some weird tension between uh, Abby and David Rosen. Um, I don't know. I, I know we spoke about this in episode one, possible couples getting back together and how all the love interests will fare, but those two are having like a tough time right now. You know what? I just feel bad for Rosen. He is such a good guy. Like he is such a genuinely good guy. And he just can't win. Like Abby, give him a chance. So I you feel bad. you're here for it. You want oh, them to get back. I saw that. No. <laughs> I do. No, I do want them to get back together. I mean, I don't really like the height difference, but <laughs> other than that. for the tall girls. <laughs> That's why it's hard for us to find a man. Just how tall are you? 
I am 5'8". Five, 5'8", eight. Five, eight, a tall glass of fine water, girl. Yes. Don't even. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm here for it, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm here for it. I, I think my side eye that I don't know that I give um, was about David Rosen and feeling bad for him. Uh, Though okay. I do, because he is sweet, and he totally got screwed with uh, a red dress and a ponytail. Yes. Before that, though, he kind of put himself in that predicament when it came to Susan, the old VP, and then our... Lizzie Bear. Yes, Lizzie Bear. (laughs) You know, he didn't have to, you know, sleep with her and try to be with the VP and play those games. He didn't have to, so... Come on, Um, that was the first time in Rosen's life he ever had two women that wanted him. He had to live (laughs) in that moment. He had to live his best life, you know? In Paris. It it was never, ever going to happen again for Rosen. it down. (laughs) Take it. Seize the opportunity. Yes. I just love how you just read his whole life. <laughs> just he's never life. before. He's never had two women. Like, I know her. the whole life of Rosen. Before and after scandal. Yes. <sighs> oh, God. Well. Funniness. And other couples, Huck and... Huck, Huck and... I mean, not Huck and... Uh, Charlie. Charlie and Charlie Quinn. Charlie and Quinn. Quinn. Thank yes. you. Yes. What do you think of that debacle? Um, They were going through it a little bit this episode, yeah. too. Uh, Kevin or Charlie. Whatever <laughs> his <laughs> alias is these days. Um, he was just having a hard time just even faking with Quinn, which I think speaks to how much he really, really cares yes. about her. Even in a in a mission to get clients, which I also found very weird yes. for OPA. <laughs> They've never been... They are desperate. Have they ever been this desperate? Never. It's a bad look. I, I can think of one time when a situation went wrong and they had a bad, bad blood out yes. there. And people were like, oh, you're untouched. Yeah. That one time. Yeah. But outside three. of that, yeah. 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 You got it. For sure. I, I mean, but going back to the situation, it was so hard for him to pretend, even to pretend to be someone, this this idealistic person that Quinn could be with. And it reminded me a lot of the conversation that Quinn and Abby had at the end of last season when Quinn was trying to decide if she would stick around and live this life with Charlie and all of her doubts about that. It's, it's kind of cool seeing that come full circle and being highlighted in this episode. Mm-hmm. The, I guess they found a way to deal with it. In a I way, mean, I kind of felt like Charlie had a little bit of a point. I felt like Quinn really did like that whole character. She could have just really been, you know, in character for the job. But I thought, like Charlie, that she really wants a Kevin in her life. But in the end, I believe that she truly wanted him and that it was just the mission. But I thought he had a point. I think that he's just overreacting. Just you know, insecure. they like to act like women overreact. But I mean, talk about it. You yes. know, honestly, it was a mission. You guys got your aliases. You knew what the plan was. She was adapting to the situation, knowing what the audience wanted, and she gave it to him. And then went, went home and was like, oh, my feet hurt. Come on, boo. Like, how you <laughs> yeah. going to be like, oh, all up right. in your feelings. Charlie, get out your feelings. He's, I mean, and she's the one who's pregnant. Not to be, like, totally, like, <laughs> sexist here, yes. but her emotions should be, I, should be out of the, you know. But I, I think, yeah, you're right. I think she's just better at pretending, understands the situation, whereas this was a situation where Charlie's insecurities just came out. Yeah. They're not married. They're expecting a kid. But I think at this point, Quinn, we know Quinn is not normal. She is yeah. XB613, <laughs> head of OPA. She's kind of weird, QPA. crazy, QPA. Yeah. She's been with him for this long. She's having his baby. Like, just chill. She wants you, bro. Like, don't give her a hard I'm- time. And it, and it revealed another layer of the issue with women in power. Mm-hmm. His 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 biggest thing was, oh, well, you've changed now that you're the head of this company. Yes. Or 
how about I'm just about my stuff? Like I, I got it together and yeah. I need for you to get it together so we can do this thing. You know, so just the fact of like, oh, you're not the same. We worked out before when we were on the same level. Good point. Wow. Mm-hmm. Talk about like, it. She should change. If she's now the head of a company, she should change. It's, mm-hmm. You're so right. Now I'm a little worked up. Not like Charlie. <laughs> That's, I didn't even Charlie. notice that point. By the way, can I just bring attention to the fact that we were all in yes, green? We are. This was not planned, guys. <laughs> Last week we were in pink and green yes. splattered, and now we're all in shades of green, shades yes. of melanin, shades yes. of green. <laughs> I think I match more of the green on your eyeshadow. If you guys can see, I don't know if our cameras are that HD, but we got the light green going on. Yes. yes. Love it. Side note. <laughs> all, other fashion side note. Can we talk about Olivia's weave and her dress in this episode? Okay, how did you feel? Okay, one, I was thinking, I like oh my like, I saw Abby and I'm like, ooh, pretty up to. I love that red hair. Then Melly came out, I'm like, oh, she looks so elegant. And then Olivia came out, I was just like, oh, the same look and a, a really obvious wig. I wasn't feeling her whole look. I also wasn't feeling her firework dress. <laughs> you weren't feeling the dress. Okay. I've seen her is on another one today. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's safe. Nobody. I don't know why I'm feeling so mean, but Lord, I was expecting more for Liv. I'm like, okay, if Abby looks good and Melly looks good, they're saving the best for last. Can't wait to see Liv. And I was just like, womp, womp, womp. What'd you think? (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Right. Are we tacky? No, no, no. It wasn't tacky. No, no, no. no. I just thought it wasn't special enough for Liv. Right. I have very high expectations. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm kind of, I'm not the biggest fan of an updo. Like, I I know on occasion, but even sometimes when people get married, sometimes I do like their hair down Mm -hmm. too. But I know that like this updo is like this, this thing of elegance. Um. But, I mean, I feel like she kind of sleeked it a little bit more. It was a little bit more strange. She had a little swoop going. Yeah. Okay. But can we talk about the walk in that dress? Oh, Not yes. just the dress, but the yeah. switch of the hips. I was like, you better own that Ooh. dress. That hallway. <laughs> That's literally all yes. that went through my head. Like, right. yes, girl. That walk. Right. She needs to teach me, like, Carrie Washington. what can yeah. I do? Come. Come teach me. Yes. Paris. Come to After Buzz. You're invited. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, what do you guys think? Y'all are kind of quiet for a second in the chat. They're probably like, get off the fashion. I they know. Said, All right, let's. They said, I love Liz's, uh, Liv's dress, but that wig was, was so that? last season. <laughs> you see? Okay. Yes. Oh, they understand no. me. We feel each other. No, I thought this episode was really kind of about relationships. I thought it was really weird to see President... Um, Rashad, Rashad, Rashad mm-hmm. and Melly's little scene together. They had a long stare at each other while he was complimenting her. Mm-hmm. And we all know Melly is, you know, needing a man's attention. So mm-hmm. I thought it might have popped off in that moment. But do you think at this point that is something that's going to be fleeting, or is it going to develop into a relationship? Ooh, good one. Because it seemed prior to when he left the scene. I just thought she wasn't with it, but yeah. then the way she exhaled after made it seem like maybe she was holding back a lot more emotion than we saw. Yeah. And and I know like during that scene, Christine was like, "Don't kiss him! Don't yes. kiss him! You better not <laughs> kiss <know>. him!" <laughs> so don't because kiss him. we know Melly could be a little desperate. <clears throat> For love at times. And so she she would have, I was afraid too that she was going to advance. He was going to be like, wait, I was just paying you a compliment. And then, you know, that goes into the whole emotion of a woman, let alone anything else that we've discussed. Um, I think that it could go somewhere because he is going to be sticking around. At first I was like, oh, he's going back to his country. Yes. But now that they're trying to put this treaty, it's going to take a little longer to get this other uh, head of state on the in the, on the treaty. The at the table? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That. I couldn't even think of that. That at. Um, at the table. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. 
Oh, I think it's spicy. But how do you leave them alone for so long? That's the thing. Like, they always have guards. I mean, I guess their guards would know. they're both presidents, so they can order their people around. Yeah, I would I like mean, he that. did get left alone in that attempt at an assassination, which, that is the worst Secret Service ever. Like, yeah. oh, we're just going to talk privately. Okay, go with the stranger that we've never met before into a room by yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they didn't sweep the room first. Nothing. I mean, the gun was in the drawer in the room. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't know. I, I I will say, though, it's nothing like a woman saving your life to make a man fall in love. That's it's probably like, true. oh, my God, you thwarted that attempt on my life? Like, right. but, heart yeah. eyes. Yeah, but it really wasn't Melly. I mean, <laughs> she could <laughs> get credit for it. <laughs> I mean, I think each week, uh, I'm going to have a moral of the story. The moral of the story this week is to always have Huck around. Like, God, true, he is right? amazing. Yes. He is, like, just, mm. I just, I need me a Huck. Like, I need a hook in my pocket. Maybe not for the small talk, but for everything else. Yeah, because <laughs> homeboy was talking about like resuscitating a poodle. Where did where did that oh, go? It's so it cute. Sweet, yeah. He's so he's just so bad at it that it's cute. Um, another relationship that I thought wasn't that cute <laughs> um, was Cy and Glockland Glackland Fenton Glackland Glackland played by if you guys notice uh, Dean Norris mm-hmm. who played um, Hank on Breaking Bad, Bad. Yes. and is a great just a great actor yeah. on so mm-hmm. many different shows but yeah, I just thought I mean obviously Cy was not into it and I didn't think anything of it I didn't think that was a relationship to talk about until the end in the painting I think Cy was just like so he listened to me, and it, it could be something. It could be. Before I say my thoughts, what are you thinking? <laughs> Someone go. I'm thinking, I don't know. Like, does everything have to turn into a relationship? Just because there's two gay guys on the show? Like, does it have to be? Is that the That's road that it's going to go down? Like, can't people just In give real somebody life, yes. something, you know, give a gift? or? I I'm very skeptical about this character. For a couple of reasons. For mm-hmm. one, we learned just how rich he is in this mm-hmm. episode. The last person that rich with influence on their campaign was Hollis Doyle, and that didn't turn out so well. And we don't know everything about his intentions thus far. He seems like a kind of brash, like, millionaire yeah. type who's just, you know, whatever he is, how, how much we know about him thus far. But something didn't sit right with me. I also thought it was another move by Olivia to see if she can test... Cyrus's intentions mm. the same way that he had that senator or whoever it was last senator episode Greenwald. forgive me guys yeah. I forgot her name Greenwald Greenwald mm-hmm. meet with Cyrus to kind of gauge whether or not he would jump ship on the party or what mm-hmm. he would think especially because Glackland brought up possibly running for president and Jeez. what he had to do to become governor all these things I thought were ways of baiting him into being on his side Hmm. I didn't know like what he would later promise him. Right, I was I'm just, trying to think of the end game of that. That's why I'm not sure if this is it for his character. Yeah. If if there's another layer we haven't discovered yet, does he have other ulterior motives, and why they need him so bad? Because Olivia stressed that he needed to sit next to him and to to be nice to him. So the only thing why I don't feel like we're just going to see him and then buy is that he is a known actor. Yeah, I feel like they could have put any guy in that character in that role if he's just going to be like we see him once and then he's gone. So he's going to come back in some way. I, I just don't look know up what it is. So maybe that's a project. Maybe he's there to be a project for Cyrus. You know, Cyrus likes to be in charge and dominate. He clearly is not right now at this yeah. White House. So perhaps if he does help him launch his governor campaign or congressman campaign, that's something that, you know, he can be involved in. I don't know. We'll have to see, guys. Yeah, question mark for him. Yeah. That is a question mark. I mean... 
I, I don't know. I feel like they, that was like a breadcrumb for us. Yeah. For some reason. I got that feeling. But I totally um, agree with you. He is skeptical. And can we talk about... I'm sorry. What is a boob? What, <laughs> what type of insult is that? Boob. boob. You boob. <laughs> I didn't realize that boobies were an insult. <laughs> that right? was such yeah. a weird thing. I just think he couldn't... He was so like flabbergasted by... Sort of lost for words. Yeah. He just... First thing that came to his mind was boob. <gasps> oh, yeah. I just what? thought of something what weird. What is it? What's that? <laughs> You know how we use an insult like if someone's rude, we call them a dick. Okay. Like maybe I'm a boob. The maybe, other way around. No, maybe because he's a guy, he's gonna insult them with our body part. <laughs> I would hope not. That would be so right. weird. That was a wild so, thought. It was, but I, I respect that off the wall thought. <laughs> we'll take it, yeah. Um, one other thing that I thought was kind of ironic was this was the first episode we saw all of our gladiators in suits, literally. Like, oh, at the state yeah. dinner. I like that. But it was funny because they shared that on their um, the scandal page, and I was like, ha, Aww, see true. what you did there. Very cute. Yes. Oh, speaking of cute, I thought it was cute that Abby said that she misses being in the White House, but she prefers to be a gladiator. Wow. I thought that was very cute. I'm like, you serious? But I, I believed her. I thought that was really cute of her. I feel like it's her home. Yeah. So Abby is now officially back on the good side. There is yes. a thing back. Yeah, she's back on the good side. Though I'm like, girl, you don't know nobody who can get you a ticket. <laughs> like, that <laughs> was so that sad. Time, right? Yeah. The struggle life. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. The struggle. Well, I feel like we kind of, like, went in and out of this episode, except we didn't talk about the ending. And I've been waiting for this. Yes. So Liv and Curtis... I mean, we started the episode with them and we ended it with them as well. Mm. The very beginning, Liv was kind of, you know, setting the terms of this is just sex. When I have a bad day, you're here. When I have a good day to celebrate, you're here. Do I need a date? Do I need dinner? Nah. Mm -hmm. She laid down the terms. But after such a successful evening, they decided to take it back to her place to find none other than former POTUS. It's Gerald Grant III waiting did you see hi. the faces that she made? It was like 10 faces in one. Do it, and, and I don't know. Please. You did yes, it so yes. good earlier. I, I can't do it. I'm no actress, guys. I'm no actress. So I'll be fits. She sang was good because it was really, really bad. But it was just so funny to me, and I couldn't read any of the 10 faces. What do they mean? What were, what's, what's in our head? I, I think, I think it was literally, I mean, shocked. I mean, I felt we were all shocked. Because at first I was like, ooh, where's she going to take him back? Because for a second, I don't know why I thought Olivia had like a room in the White House that she was going to like, you know, roll into. So I was like, ooh, back to her apartment. <laughs> and I thought that it was going to be Jake standing there, which, oh my God, this is so much better. Yes. I was like, ah! Like, how do you react? It's like, ah, Yes, where do they back. go from there, too? He's back, and she doesn't bring anybody home. So the one time. <laughs> I mean, guys, everyone listening later or watching live now, I don't think you understand how much Paris, Jessica, and I nearly flew out of our seats because it was just so epic. We had been waiting for something to happen because it was a slow episode. So get, yeah. that was just like. We were a little bit dramatic about our response to it, but yeah. Yeah. we have been waiting for something. Ah, oh, it was great. I mean, how are you going to have Fitzgerald Grant just chilling Ooh. in a motorcycle jacket, <laughs> right. like riding by your door, saying the one word that seems to make her buckles just hide? Yes. Like, you're right. Her face, I think I think I can identify at least two of those faces. Mm-hmm. One was just like pure shock of mm-hmm. like, what? And the second was her trying to like, figure out how to handle it and was like no I can't actually what is happening (laughs) and and she had a little quiver I think the quiver was a little fear of like oh my god he's back like my love is back and then like then disgruntled like man I have him here (laughs) like what am I gonna do with this bozo no (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, him looking at her, looking at him, looking at her with him behind her right, was just right. like the best yes. dynamic. That and Curtis, he's there seeing the former president. Like this has to be like a big right. Holy crap! That's why his hair this was is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point. Considering the way their relationship ended, I'm sure it's public knowledge that oh, they've yeah. had like something going on. But you know, little old Curtis, I don't think he knew the, the depths of yes. her life, and now he's he's in the know for sure. Mm-hmm. Being it's around POTUS and Liv is something only powerful people have gotten to really be around. Yeah. Um. So I'm very excited that next week. We yes. get to see what happens. You know, in Vermont, where's what's Fitz exactly. been up to? Where has Fitz been? That's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> which, the dramatic. Which, by scandal. the way, was so dramatic. I was like, okay, he's been gone for one episode. <laughs> Finally revealed. Where has he been? What has he been up to? Right. I need you to stop being a hater over there, okay? <laughs> like, I am curious, but it's one episode. Like, but one episode. Has he been? Flashback of the last five minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh my god, that was good. We saw Papa Pope in that um, second With the gun. Yeah. yeah, I've been waiting to see Marcus too because yeah. mm. um, the scandal account tweeted out some photos with him earlier, and I was like, oh my god, where has he been? Right. Like, I, I mean, I know he's been with Fitz, but like, we haven't even seen a shred of him anywhere. Well, he's gonna be in the flashback. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, if he's in a flashback, is he still in the present? Mm. Will we ever see him? Maybe it'll be a love triangle. Maybe he'll come back for Melly and then the president of like uh, is it, are, are Fitz and him in town together right now? Are we gonna? Is he and Melly gonna cross? Is paths? he gonna pop up while Melly's mm-hmm. with him? <laughs> it's gonna be a double pop up moment. Oh my! This God. is like our makeshift prediction, yes. guys. If you yeah. haven't already exactly. caught on, yeah. Um. Oh, spicy! It is. Right. It's so good. Um, can we do Shady Boots? Shady oh, Boots, yes. lovely. I, Go I ahead for it. One down. Are we gonna? Do we have the music? Are we gonna have to sing again? These boots are made for a walking. I think our engineer is gonna pull that up for us so we can do this the right way. You know, have it in fun while. if. <clears throat> and now someone oh. else is getting all <laughs> your best. <laughs> These boots are made for walking. I'm by myself, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Take it away, Jess. <laughs> Who is wearing the shady boots this episode? I think the shady boots this episode belongs to Liv. Now, I know we gave it to her last week, but on a whole nother level, when she saw Quinn and the posse, like our family, we're like, yeah, the gladiators are back together. What are you doing here? Yes. You're, like, all of you're you are here. All here. You're all her level of disgust on her face. I was hurt. I was like, dang, Liv, you hurt my feelings. Like, I know that she was overwhelmed, but dang, these are your people. I know. What is it about them being around that like rattles her cage so much? Mm-hmm. You it's not like you can forget who you once were in your whole life. Mm-hmm. So please, I I need to know what is really like getting under her skin about seeing them every time. I feel like she's trying to forget her past and so them coming up is like oh here you guys are reminding me and bringing her back down because they don't really accept the new chief of staff live they're still like OPA live they looked at her as a fixer and she's like I'm done with this so like they're beneath her yeah I feel like that's how she feels about it. I could understand if she felt that way let's just say if Quinn did leave and then Quinn gave it to Abby and of course they had their riffs over the years and she's like oh why are you running my company but Quinn is like the nicest, like, I love you, Olivia. 
And maybe she'll change now that Huck saved the day. Like, it was beneficial to have them around. Maybe You're right. That's probably a reminder that, like, yo, your family's going to have your back no matter what at the end of the day. True. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would like to think that maybe, you know, Liv's not that big of a bitch. And maybe this is just some <laughs> tough love from her for that for her to be like, hey, I can't be your fail safe when you guys can't get it. You got to mm-hmm. figure it out on your own. Quinn is your new Liv. She's yeah. the end, be end all, not me. So I, I hope that's where she's coming from and not just literally shunning out her family. But. And I think it's only fair to bring attention to the fact that she is kind of being a little unreasonable. Like, she's getting to that point, like, of not seeing both sides from that situation mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. we talked about. And then even her approach to trying to blackmail everybody, you know, and <laughs> yeah. then be like, you're making a mistake. And, like, gleaning eyes across the room to the back of his head, burning a hole. I was like, yeah. girl, calm down. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm so glad you brought that up because I thought that was actually such a good character moment for her. Mm -hmm. I mean, their discussion was about character in the bathroom, um, Olivia and President Rashad, when she was trying to blackmail him. Mm -hmm. And because she had already made that decision, episode one, with the ambassador's son, it affected how she did business after the fact, which I thought was interesting to see because it's always Olivia's way in her world. Shit goes down the way that she says. And someone finally called her on it exactly Mm -hmm. i was thinking she should have known she couldn't play that trick twice like did she not know they were in communication with each other like you're gonna blackmail both of them so i was happy he called her out on that i think she tried to appeal to his like sensitive side yeah bringing up the niece and be like don't let your people suffer you know if you actually believe this then save them all yeah but what i mean what's she gonna do put in the tabloids that his niece lives here I mean, yeah. what, what was the threat exactly? I'm going to reveal that? I Ex- guess so. I mean, and he could get exiled in his country because it's against his country to have his niece come to America and live like this American life. But mm. I didn't like it. I think he just wanted a genuine person and human conversation, which he got with Melly. So mm-hmm. that's why it worked. Yeah. Because um, I felt bad for him when he was talking to Melly and he was literally like, I would like to, however... I'm either going to get executed or exiled. And so just the fact that Olivia's threat was the same thing. They're either going to (laughs) execute me or, you know, so. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, you know, I feel like the old Liv knew when to trust her gut and trust her heart and to appeal to her clients at certain times. And I think that that little filter that once was there probably wasn't. Because that would have been a moment where maybe the old Liv would have been like, all right, let me just not bring out the claws. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just rein it back. (laughs) He seems like a decent man. Like, she, I feel like the old Liv would have gotten that information and came real soft. Yeah. She came in the bathroom real like, you'll excuse the intrusion (laughs) because I have X, Y, and Z on you, so do it. Yeah. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. I knew that wasn't a good approach. Watching it go down, I was like, this is a terrible approach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my shady boots. Yeah, <laughs> yes. sorry, I didn't mean to cut it's you okay. off. It's okay. No, um, my shady boots is is smaller though. It's a knowledgeable shade, and that's with um Cy towards Glackland. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was talking about him being privileged and ignorant, I was just like, yes, let him have it. I I've just been loving Cy so far these two episodes, and his monologues have been just getting better and speaking to my heart. So I thought it was a knowledgeable shade. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I'm still yes. waiting for the other sh- like foot to drop though or yeah be, whatever how the saying goes and you know for cyrus to come it back out yeah. I, I don't know something you don't believe sitting, it? I, I don't believe no. it okay i don't no. believe it i just don't because he got but. there in such a shady way yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly do i have a shady boots moment um the shade who can i who's throwing major shade this episode i don't know i'll give it to charlie for just being a little crybaby mm-hmm. <laughs> 
He always has some funny one-liners, though. Hey, men need reassurance, too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Right? Um, (laughs) Well, I think we covered just about everything for this week's episode. Mm -hmm. I am beyond excited for next week, even though I won't be here, which makes me so angry. I I will be in New York, guys. So we will have Jessica Paris. I won't be here either next week. We will have Jessica and Tessa. Tessa. Manning the fort for you guys. So please tune in. Um, and thank you for tuning in tonight. And if you're listening tomorrow on iTunes or wherever you are, thank you for chatting about Scandal with us. It's been real. I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me all over social media at Christine Beam. Hey guys, and I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose or Twitter at Paris Rose TV. And I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. That's M-I-S-S. And on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW. All right, guys. See you guys next week. Yes. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.